Good afternoon, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the September 21st edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show is brought to you as a service of Janice Allen Jackson and Associates, which is my management consulting firm. You can find past episodes of Local Matters on my website, and that is JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com, where there is a Local Matters tab. Or if you are on Facebook, please go to and follow the Local Matters Podcast of Georgia Facebook page. Once there, you can listen and share the audio with others. And if you're a podcasting pro, you can always go to Spotify, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts to find local matters. As we continue to get prepared for the election, which is November 8th, uh, please think about the offices that are on the ballot here locally. They include school board seats and the Richmond County Tax Commissioner. There are also races for a number of state of Georgia offices to include state Senate, state House of Representatives, and all of the other positions that lead our state government to include governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, insurance commissioner, school superintendent, and labor commissioner, and attorney general. They will all be on your ballot. As a reminder, the Richmond County Board of Elections is now accepting absentee ballot applications. Applications can be accepted up until October 28th. And if you're not yet registered to vote, you still have a little time. I think you've got a couple of weeks. So please contact the Richmond County Board of Elections at 706 821 2340 if you have questions about either absentee voting or getting registered to vote. Advanced voting begins on October 17th. And from the calendar that I got from the state, there are two days for Saturday voting. Those are October 22nd and October 29th. So if you have difficulty during the week getting to the polls, there are opportunities to vote on Saturday this time around. In terms of our local preparations, last week we featured Charlie Walker Jr., who is the incumbent member of the Richmond County School Board, and his challenger, Brittany Broadwater. They are running in the race for the District 7 seat. And the week prior to that, we had incumbent Venus Kane and her challenger, Christopher Mullins, who are competing for the Super District 9 seat on the Richmond County Board of Education. Today, we have candidates for the District 2 seat. Uh, they will appear in this order, uh, Reverend Larry Fryer, incumbent Charlie Hanna, and Yetta S. Knight. Listening to these candidates is one way to prepare for this election. You will recall that last week I also had school board member A.K. Hassan come in and talk in some detail about the duties and responsibilities of people who serve on the school board. 
And this week, there is, uh, I also encourage you to seek out another way to get prepared for that election. And that is to watch some of the board meetings of the Richmond County Board of Education. The Board of Education is a policymaking body and a legislative body in the development and evaluation of policies. While the board is responsible for school programs and operations by law, it delegates some portion of that authority to the superintendent. The board is governed by a president and a vice president who are elected by and from the board membership every two years. Regular meetings are held on the third Tuesday of every month at 6 p.m. in the central office boardroom. And committee meetings are held on the second Tuesday of each month at 4 p.m. The day and hour of these meetings are set each year at the first meeting in January and advertised in the local media. So with that understanding, let's now hear our candidates for the District 2 seat on the Richmond County Board of Education. Local Matters family, we are happy to have with us today, Reverend Larry Fryer. He is a candidate for Richmond County Board of Education, District 2. How are you doing today, Reverend Fryer? I'm doing fine, Mrs. Jackson, and you are? I am wonderful. Great. Thank Thanks so much for coming on and joining our Local Matters family. Um, mm -hmm. We've got several questions for our school board members. And the first is school board candidates. And the first is, on a scale of 1 to 10, how well do you think the current school board trustees function as a team? And uh, please explain why you gave it that rating. Okay, thank you very much. I would say the school board rate... Uh, is at this point in time of maybe about seven. And the reason I say it's about seven right now, there are, there are some things that the school board is trying to do. And uh, I think it will take time, uh, energy support and, and others who may be able to help them to complete uh, some of the goals that they are, they are uh, some of the things that they are having. And the reason I give this rating is because there is always room for improvement. No particular organization, no particular whatever is, is perfect in my understanding, because no matter what you do, you can always improve upon it. Okay. All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And um, as you think about the school system, what mm -hmm. is it that con concerns you the most? Uh, I think what uh, concerns me the most when it comes uh, to the uh, school system is saving lives. We have to save the lives of the student. And what does that mean? This does not mean just, just saving lives from uh, uh, the uh, active shooters nowadays, which is very, very important. Uh, you save the lives of them, uh, not only that physically, you save the lives of them educationally, you save the lives of them financially, uh, emotionally, and in uh, those kind of realms, because our children are facing many, many, many issues and problems in the uh, 21st century. And they are going to need us to help save them by teaching them, by equipping them, by supporting them, by giving them uh, holistic care. And I think through holistic care, 
we will be able to save their lives, hopefully. All right. Third, as you think about your public life, I know you've done a lot of things over the years. Mm -hmm. um, can you tell us what you see as your most significant accomplishment in your public life? Uh, my most significant, significant accomplishment in my life, and I think this is a very, very, very fair answer for me, is that um, um, when I mentioned about the saving, saving lives, uh, I think being a community servant, community leader, community servant, uh, that way I'm able to continue helping people no matter where they are, no matter who they are, because there are so many problems that our community face from hunger, education, uh, illiteracy, and other problems. Still, I think that uh, being a community servant is the best way that I have gone. And I think that it has been a great thing to do and it has helped many people. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And uh, next question. When people decide who to vote for in this race, what factors should they consider? I think that when you are, uh, are looking to, to for people to vote, and I encourage them to vote for Reverend Larry Fryer, uh, District 2 Board of Education, is to make sure that people have decent salaries, uh, particularly in the Richmond County school system, our bus drivers, because we're looking at the issue of bus drivers, our faculty, our staff, our safety officers, our custodians, uh, all of those persons are very, very important and others in the school system. And if we are going to be able to keep them as men across the whole nation are leaving the school system is to have decent salaries and support because it is very dangerous now in a number of our schools. And people are not looking to work in schools where there is no behavior and there is no safety. And these problems do exist. And we're going to have to work together to make those changes. And I think that is, that, that is one of the things or the ways I think we should go about uh, uh, doing that according to your question. Okay, all right, very good. Uh, final questions. Um, is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about you? And um, are there ways for them to find out more information about you and your candidacy? I, I do want to see, uh, see these few things here. I think it is very important uh, uh, about monitors on buses, additional security checks, uh, parent participation and relationship uh, there in the schools because participation is good, but you also need relationships. And we need to grow those parents, uh, teachers and others. And of course, equipping all schools with resources and, and advanced technology for all students in all of our schools. And I think to be transparent and accessible to, 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 every, to everyone. And the ways that persons can uh, uh, certainly do that, I have no problem with them having my personal telephone number and my personal telephone number is 706-399-1292 if they want to call me at any time, uh, 
before and during uh, the time that I prayed to be in office, I certainly would be happy to hear from them because we got to work together um, in order to improve attendance, improve behavior, and improve academics and parent-teacher relationships. All right. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on Local Matters. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be on it. And I'm honored that you asked me to be a part. Thank you. Okay. Have a great day. Our second candidate for the office of Richmond County School Board District 2 is the incumbent, and he is Mr. Charlie Hanna. How are you doing today? I am doing well, Ms. Jackson. I hope you're doing good also. Thank you. I, I am. I am. Uh, you are already a part of the Local Matters family by virtue of your appearance uh, back in, I think it was March or April, uh, when yes. you were a candidate for the office of mayor. But we certainly want to welcome you back. Um, thank you. Thank you. And, and we will jump right in. Um, first question that I ask is on a scale of one to 10, how well do you think that the current Richmond County School Board trustees function as a team? And please explain to our listeners why you gave it that rating. From a, from a, from a functional perspective, uh, first and foremost, there's always room for improvement, but I would definitely have to say I would score eight and a half to a nine simply because uh, there's always, there's a misconception that uh, when one idea, um, you know, doesn't work the way somebody else wants it to work or somebody in the community or a community organization, um, then the school board is dysfunctional. But what they fail to realize is that it's a school board, similar to the county commission, there's a process. We have to work with each other. And if you're going to be, you know, an elected official on the school board or, you know, I would say the county commission, you have to be able to, you know, bridge the gaps. You have to be able to sit, the sit down, negotiate, compromise, um, a word that a lot of people in the uh, so-called um, leaders were frowned is um, compromised, but you have to be willing and ready to compromise because you can't, you cannot have everything that's on the table. But I, I would say eight and a half to nine because there's always room for improvement. All right, thank you. Um, and the next question, um, in regard to the school system overall, what are the things that concern you most? Well, the school system had, will continue to have challenges. We're, we're no different than any other school system in the state of Georgia, and we have our set of challenges in reference to uh, making sure our children get quality education and disciplinary issues in retaining good staff members. Uh, one way or another, they're, they're all tied in together. My biggest concern would definitely have to be our uh, early education grades one through three, in which you know, uh, we've discovered that most of the children that come into our system are two to three years behind, you know, coming into the first grade. So, you know, we have in, in, in instructors with the challenge of trying to get these kids up on par, you know, within the year or two years. That's one of the, big, the biggest challenges that we're having. But I think that once we get, a, uh, you know, a grip of that particular situation, advancing them, you know, further up is, is going to be a lot simpler and a lot more productive. And then we also have um, the disciplinary issues 
that we were running to uh, middle and high school, primarily, you know, middle school, in which I feel that with greater parent uh, parental participation and, you know, volunteering within the school system that we can get a, a grip on that also. So we have our challenges, but we haven't had a challenge that uh, we haven't been able to, you know, to tackle. That's, I, I would basically put it like that. All right, very good. Mm -hmm. And um, next question, you know, you've got two opponents, you're the incumbent, you've been in that seat since when? 2014. 2014, yes, got two opponents. Um, as you uh, think about this, uh, what would you tell the registered voters in District 2 that they should consider um, when they decide who it is that they should support in this race? Well, they definitely should consider actual experience and they have to look at the track record of everybody that's running. <clears throat> uh, what have they contributed to the school system prior uh, to deciding to run for office? And well, myself being incumbent, you have to look at what have I accomplished while being in office. Uh, prior to, you know, me being um, getting elected the first time, you know, I was a, a substitute teacher. I was a um, athletic coach for five years over at Butler, over at Josie. Um, in addition to that, I was a volunteer, parent advocate, foster parent, you know, so I was, you know, always in and out of the school system. So I had, you know, a working idea. So we have to look at the real world experience, which is my working with children, working with the school system prior and the accomplishment, you know, that I've achieved while being there. All right, and please tell us finally, where can the public go if they want to get more information on you as a candidate? Well, you can go to my website is www.charliehanna.org, charliehanna.org, and uh, my Facebook page, Charlie Hanna Organization. And that's where you can get all the information in reference to Charlie Hanna. And, uh, but I would like to speak to one more thing. On and, we, and we do have a minute or two, so go right okay. ahead. Um, in, in reference to what I also want the people to consider is that Charlie Hanna was, he made a promise to advance technical education for our children that were not going to college. That's something that I stuck to. We seen the, the, uh, the building of the Marion Barnes Career Center over TW Georgia, which serves the entire county with trade education, with answer the call to a lot of the local businesses that were looking for you know, technicians and um, children with soft skills. So that is something that I was able to advance in the Richmond County school system was our technical education. And if reelected, that still is going to be one of the issues that I will continue to nose dive and carry on. Thanks. Okay. And, and do you consider that your most significant accomplishment since you've been on the board? That is definitely my most significant accomplishment as was written in the Augusta Chronicle four years ago when I was running for office, as they said, that it is truly a milestone when a first term elected official get an entire school built. So. <laughs> All right, very good, very good. Is there anything else you want the registered voters in District 2 to know about Charlie Hanna? No, um, Charlie Hanna is compassionate. Charlie Hanna loves serving the public. Charlie Hanna loves our children. And Charlie Hanna want to thank Ms. Jackson for having him on here. All right, thanks so much again for returning to Local Matters. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Local Matters family, our guest 
a third candidate for the Richmond County School Board District 2 seat. With us today is Ms. Yetta Knight. How are you doing today, Ms. Knight? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Uh, thanks for being with us, and we'll jump right into the questions. Uh, on a scale of one to 10, how well do the current school board trustees function as a team? And please explain why you gave it that rating. Okay, so when I think of a, a team, I think of a group of people who work together um, to get the job done. And so I really... For me to put a rating of, of any number on a team that I am not a part of or I'm not in that seat and I'm actually in that group, it would be extremely hard um, for me to actually uh, put a rating. However, I was a part of um, the meeting on last, on yesterday, and um I saw everyone um, partaking. I saw them doing just a whole lot of conversating together. And so just by looking from the outside on yesterday and just looking on the inside, I would have to say maybe halfway, I would have to say a five. And I would say a five only because of what I saw on yesterday and not actually being on that team to be able to actually give it a great rating. Um, in which it would need. So I would just meet it halfway. Okay, thank you for that. And to a question that I'm sure you have definite opinions on, and that is when you think about the school system, what concerns you the most? Getting every, getting, getting the students back on track, getting the students back um, on track where they need to be at as far as um, education, uh, even with their social and emotional skills, um, because I'm not, we're gonna say the pandemic and it did bring out, a, bring out a lot, but even before the pandemic, I think things were happening then um, with our children, even with our families. So number one, it would be getting, getting those children back on track, getting the families back on track, getting the families back into education is so important. You know, um, we, we knew how important education was growing up and so many of parents now, the community now, Everybody just kind of look at education and kind of push it to the side. But we need those 12 plus years. Our children need those 12 plus years. So getting them back into that part where they need to understand their education is important. Also with our teachers, getting them back motivated getting them motivated, getting that passion back, getting that drive back. And I know when things happen, it is hard to bounce back without having um, that extra on your side, without having, you know, being able to have resources to come in, people to come in, mentors to come in, someone to say, okay, here am I, I'll give my time, you know, I'll share this with you, I will be there with you, you know, getting those parents to come back, I was one of those parents, and I know everybody can't do it, but there, it takes a village, and once we're taught how to build our village, 
you know, getting them to know, okay, hey, I have the teachers, I have this person that I can contact, or I have this resource who I can contact. So getting everybody as a whole back motivated into this, uh, into education so that our children can be successful. If we may not reach all uh, 29,000, but we can reach majority of them. And I know that it can happen. And I feel that this is the time because this is a time for change. And, you know, um, change is good. Change is real good. Okay. And as we shift gears to you um, more personally, can you explain to our listeners what you consider to be the most significant accomplishment in your public life? Yes, I can. So being in early childhood for um, starting in 1998. And so in 1999, I branched out in from my in-home center into my child care center, which is now 23 years old today. And so in 2009, 10 years from being inside of uh, the center, a lot of things happened in my life um, that kind of took a turn. And so at that moment, I had someone to tell me what I could not do. And what what we wanted to do was we wanted to receive our national accreditation in early childhood. And so they, um, when we sought out all the steps in that, the person that was sent to me to be my technical assistance person, um, because we were in the 30, we are in the 30906 area, of course, it's... um, it's the area is a low income area. She defined us and put us in a box stating that you're not going to be able to do it. You know, your teachers are not qualified. You, you haven't been um, in this longer than 10 years. Um, your area, you're in a low income area. Your families are not going to persist. She told us everything that we were not going to be able to do. Well, growing up, my father always told me, never allow someone to tell you who you cannot be. You be the best that you can be. And so I took all of that negativity in which she gave me and it overpowered the things that were going on in my personal life. And it took us five years, but myself and my team, we gained our national accreditation uh, in 2013. And so from that point on, we have been going straight to the top ever since in early childhood. And having, I want people to understand that it's not a babysitting job. It starts from infancy and it goes all the way to 18 years old. Okay. Thank so you for receiving that. that. And, and now as we shift gears back into the political arena, um, the voters in this race for district two have three choices. So please tell us what factors you think those voters should consider when they decide who it is they want to support for this uh, spot on the school board. I, um, I would say how much positive influence and passion and connection that they have felt from the candidate. The, the, the maintaining the consistency of the campaign and getting out there and and connecting with the people who who will be voting. And um, just having that passion, seeing that passion and and seeing that drive and seeing that, wow, this person really do want to make a difference in the school system. Okay. And the last question, as 
people look at the candidates and what they have to offer, how can the public learn more about you? Well, on September the 27th, I will be having another meet and greet at 530 at Icons, and that's at 1515 North Lake Road, or they can visit our website, careteamd2.com, or they can contact us, um, 706-828-1902, or they can follow the Care Team D2 on Facebook. All right. Thank you so much for becoming a part of the Local Matters family and providing this information for our listeners. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. So this episode completes our coverage of contested races on the school board. Uh, Next week, we will feature the three candidates who are vying for Richmond County Tax Commissioner. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.